KCSU listeners. It's Jonathan Gunn with another KCSU Sports Podcast. And this podcast is called Baseball's Reform Opportunity. Just to give a little context, it is mid-July of 2020 and the COVID-19 ordeal has been going on. Baseball has decided to shorten their season at this moment. And I think this is a perfect opportunity for the sport to look at some reform to our nation's pastime, <clears throat> that being baseball. I personally think the seasons are a little too long, and the games can be too long. I think for long-term positive results for the sports, that they should use this COVID-19 ordeal with a shortened season and add to it an experiment with some reforms to the sport. It's the perfect opportunity. Honestly, they have not much to lose. The short season's already shortened. I don't know how people are going to consider the season after this. Uh, it's you know it's a really it's a it's going to have an asterisk next to this um, next to this season. So it's the perfect opportunity. And baseball hardly has ever made some major changes to their sport. So why not experiment and see what happens this year? For instance, how long did it take for them to improve the safety netting at the stadiums? It, what, what was it, a couple years ago, it took until a fan got, another fan got hurt for them to actually consider that change. And I'm not trying to pick on the sport, I'm just saying that many other sports have kind of evolved throughout the years. And I'll talk about, the, about that at the end of the podcast. But my point is, baseball they, they're uh, they're very conservative with the rule changes so this is a, a chance for them to experiment and why not it's low risk and it could be high reward they're already transitioning to use analytics more and more in the sport there, there's number guys out there I'm, I'm not a numbers guy let me tell you that but try some some new ideas for reform and analyze it at the end of the season you know if it didn't work the season's already kind of funky and weird as it is. Let's see what happens. Um, so I'm going to go into why I think baseball needs reform. Because you're probably thinking that. You're like, all right, Jonathan, this is this is an America's pastime. Why would you want to change America's pastime? And I'm, I'm not trying to change America's pastime per se. I don't want to take anything away from the culture of the sport. And I'll go in a little bit of what I mean by that in just a second. But what I really think baseball should consider is maybe shortening the season, which they're already going to do, and then a way to shorten the games. And the reason why I think it needs to happen is because, listen, baseball's attendance is actually down, salaries are dropping, and the ratings are down. And that ties into entertainment value as well, all of which I'm going to break down with evidence, don't worry. So with baseball's attendance is actually <clears throat> down, to start with that, so baseball's revenue is actually up, and now you're like, all right, so the revenue's up? Yeah, the revenue's up, but the attendance is down. And the reason why revenue's up is because modern technology and merchandising, the way that we market in the modern times is allowing baseball to get extra income, and that's from TV deals and merchandising. And this is from NBC sports writer Craig Caltrera, and he's reporting while the revenue has increased, the attendance is dropping and the players' salaries are dropping. So, aka, that merchandising and advertising are a major source of income for baseball. Kind of the alternative sources than your typical just ticket sales. 
Now this alternative revenue is great, but I think it's only showing the short-term results. And I think as a fan, as an analyst, and them as a business need to consider the long-term effects of what they are considering. So let's talk about ratings real quick and shares. You know, we know about ratings and shares. Uh, companies use ratings and shares and advertisers. Ratings matter to the advertisers and the shares matter to the network, right? And that's where a lot of the money comes from other than ticket sales is the TV money. Okay, so, and I'm, I'm just, look, they're not gonna cut baseball, but it could affect the advertising. Let's consider shows. Shows get their get canceled because their ratings drop. Baseball's not gonna get canceled per se, but uh, lucrative advertising deals maybe get lowered because if a lower rating show is on, listen, the highest rating shows get the highest best advertising. So that means the most money. Look at the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, all the hottest brands, uh, companies are advertising during that. Now, and this isn't to marginalize other groups, but look at it, another another TV show, right? Something that's not as famous. It's still great. You know, maybe go to Animal Planet. Uh, they're not going to have uh, iPhone commercial. Probably not as much as as it is going to be on like NBC for Sunday Night Football. It can still pop up, but it's just not as common because the big advertisers go for the big rating events. So, ratings are down. According to the Baseball Almanac, I checked it out, and we've been on a rating decline over the years. So since 2008, the ratings have kind of been eh, up and down, but hanging around the eight to 10 range, where they used to be up 15 plus before that. So the ratings are kind of either plateauing or on a decline. I think that's a serious thing to, to think about. Now let's move to entertainment value just a little bit. And I think this is a very important value to many of us. It's kind of intrinsic value because yeah, ratings and shares, you know, we could break that down how that doesn't really measure entertainment per se, but entertainment value is important to us. Uh, we value great shows on streaming services, I do. Whether it's reality TV, documentaries, TV shows, or movies, I, we, we value good shows, and many of us recognize bad shows. And, and I personally believe baseball has poor entertainment value at times. Not all the time, I love baseball. I love baseball. But the game sometimes can be way too long. I, and sometimes it's easy. I can personally, I can keep up with 162 games. I can't watch them all, but I can keep up, check scores, stats, keep up with the standings, and other sports at the same time. But that season is a little bit too long, and that could factor in some of the attendance. Let's, let's be real. Baseball sometimes, you know, they have games all throughout the week, and games are more intended on certain nights, you know. I, I think maybe they should consider cutting it down from 162 to just a little bit less. I don't know. Just it just it's a really grueling season. Let's let's consider that because you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. When if you cut those games out during the summer, because a lot of a lot of us work, but we still want to enjoy an extended weekend on the summer, and then you can go to those weekend baseball games. But some of those games, you might get a better attendance if you cut out the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Fans won't feel as obliged to attend those games and like, ooh, it's the weekend, uh, and we might get better attendance. And it might work out. That's not up for me to decide. 
That's just a quick little Jonathan insight. What I really want to talk about is the game light. That's what I really want to take a deep dive into. Typical average game lengths, I think an appropriate length is between like two and a half to three and a half hours, right? Well, um, and when you attend a game, let's think about that time length. If you have a two and a half hour game to three and a half, right? We'll call it three, we'll go to, go to medium. You're probably gonna talk about six hours of your day for a normal game length. Cause listen, you gotta drive. Even if you're in Denver, you gotta take some kind of transport, you gotta get through traffic, you gotta find parking, you gotta walk to the stadium, you gotta find your seats. Oh, you gotta get get some drinks, get some dipping dots, whatever it may be, you know? You, you gotta, all that takes time. You finally get sit down, you start watching the beginning of the game. It takes time. And before I go right into the, the, the length of, the, of baseball and why I think it might be a problem, let's just go a little bit more of attending a game, right? And we have a lot of longer games that we see in baseball. We had an extra innings World Series that went on for a really long time. And the reason why I think that can be harmful is, listen, baseball, many of people bring their kids, um, and that's just way too long for younger children, for one. And, and some younger children, of course. But, man, it's... You got a young child, they're not gonna understand why this game is going to four hours, five hours. Plus, you know, you might have to work the next day if it's a Monday night game and it's stretching into the evening because of the extra innings. So, and, and it's too long, especially if it's not a high scoring game. I, and I'm gonna give baseball credit. When you have like a high, high scoring game, and I'll consider that, you know, six, seven plus runs, get a lot of hits, you know? You get a lot of hits on each side, you're seeing a lot of action. Um, that makes it a little more justifiable, but when you got these 3-1, 2-1, 1-0 games, 4-2, and some of those scores don't come to the end of the game, it, you're already going into extra innings, it's a really, really long game. Now let's talk about TV time. Now, networks sometimes do allocate that a little extra leeway for um, for the, the games to go over, but I've experienced many a time where my game gets cut out because I went into extra innings. Well, I didn't get to watch the inning of the game at home. So really, it's only the people at the game that stay it out actually get to know what's going on. Um, and I, I think that's just, oh, that's a little bit frustrating as, as a fan. Um, I spent all this time watching this close game. I should be able to see the climatic, climatic uh, ending. Then you have the, the employees that are working there. Most of them gotta close down normally. So then you're stuck there, you don't have any concessions, no, no water, you get a drinking fountain at least, and you can use the restroom. But sometimes the restrooms are getting all cleaned up. So it's just a, it's kind of a whole frustrating process, I feel like, as a, as a fan. Um, so, that's just some of my personal thoughts, but let's go into why the data on why I think the games are too long. So we said, I think a reasonable time is probably like three hours, right? So that's just part of my rationale. And you're gonna say, hey, Jonathan, you know, baseball is actually only averages three hours and five minutes. And that's from AP News, and that's from the 2019 season. They're actually up to their highest average. And then you might be like, well, the NFL average length is about three hours and 15 minutes. 
Well, let's let's look at this mathematically. I'm not a math person, but I do understand averages. You can't compare the NFL games to baseball because there's 16 games. If you average three hours and 15 minutes, that means probably nine games went over three hours of football, right? If you if you average three hours and five minutes for 162 games, that means 81 plus games went over three hours. 81 plus games. That's that's what it would take. Probably upwards of 90. Someone else with a brilliant calculator can do the actual number, but 81 plus games are going over three hours. That is very staggering compared to the NFL. That's why you can't compare them like that. And yeah, there are some plenty shorter games that help lowering the average, but with 162 games, man, 100, that means 81 plus games. I don't know if I can stress that enough. <laughs> ah, so I think the games are a little too long. I think it affects a wide range, the fans, the owners, the players. And I just want to be clear though too, I don't want to take away from the drama of the game. I don't want to take away from that pitcher batter, batter duel, you know, several foul balls and they're really going at it. That is part of baseball. I don't want to take away that extra thrill in between the innings. You know, when you're sitting there, you're waiting for the pitcher to warm up or them to run back to the dugout and you get to play like a game at like Coors Field. And that's like really good entertainment value. Yeah, I, I love that. You know, there's just so much side stuff going on with baseball that it just makes it so much fun. So I don't want to take away from the culture until the seventh inning. I think the seventh inning is the, is the key. We have the seventh inning stretch we cut off alcohol usually at that time. Concessions usually start closing down. Um, depends on the games, of course, and the stadiums. Uh, and, and it also depends, let's say, if they're a one-sided game. Um, that can also be a factor of, of, of all these things going on with the game. So let's just say, if we could just shorten everything down past the seventh inning, and make it go smoothly towards the end. So that means for seven innings, we're gonna keep baseball exactly the same. I wanna keep the culture there. I wanna keep all that the same, but I think the ending is, is not helping the entertainment value and the length of it. And I got one more thing I wanna to add to entertainment value, just one second. But let's talk about these last two innings. So let's, let's go. Shorter breaks, less activities, none of those contests. Let's just cut them out because let's, let's be honest. They have commercial breaks at games. People at home, I, I never realized that until I went to the game. And you're looking over on the field and you're like, why are we paused right now? And it's also like, oh, we're on a TV break. So, you know, those should be cut down, I think, after the seventh inning. Less mound visits. There should be a limit on mound visits. Those can really drag out the game at the end of the, at the end. Um, and, and then that way we're not taking away really from the culture. We're just shortening up that extra flair in the, in the extra innings. Shorting down the mound business, shorting down all the extra side stuff going there. Get this to the end. Now, I think the extra innings method that we are in right now has to go. Has to go. 
And right before I go into, I've got three solutions for it. I wanna talk one more thing on entertainment value though. I did mention that baseball is trending towards a lot of analytics. That's the one thing they have been changing. But I think this is a personal, I've gotten in a couple debates with several people about this, but I think the analytics are affecting the game's entertainment value. Um, and, and these are, you know, I, the ratings are down, the attendance is down. I think the entertainment value, it's a little bit boring at times. And one of them is the analytical choices that they make. And I'll give you an example. In baseball nowadays, compared to, you know, maybe 20 years ago. So if you're down, if it's early on in the innings, they might they might bunt. Say if it's an average batter and you got a, a runner on, they'll, ch they'll choose to bunt with zero outs or one out to advance the runner. And let's be honest, as a fan, that is boring. I'm trying to be nice, but I can't, I can't hold it back. It's boring, all right? Even as a player, as a player, and I played baseball throughout my childhood, and oh my goodness, if, if my coach, say in Little League, as a 12-year-old or up until my freshman year of high school, that go for the bunt, I gotta do what I'm told, obviously. But I don't like it. It's, it's not fun to bunt. And as a fan, it's not fun to see a bunt until I, I, I you know, of course, at the, you know, it's different at the end of the game, eighth, seventh inning, ninth inning, you gotta make a push, you gotta do something. That's a completely different ball game. But analytics are telling them to bunt in the first three or fourth innings because numbers are saying you have a better, higher probability to score a run because you can move the runner. I get that. Baseball's or basketball's using analytics. Football's using a little bit of analytics. I get it. I, and I think they should use some analytics. But you also got to have that that dis clutch decision making. And I, I believe in trusting your gut. And and the entertainment value. I, I don't want to watch a bunt. I don't. Not in the first three innings. But all right. So I got a little off track there. That's just my thoughts on <laughs> bunting. Uh, but, so the extra innings, it needs to go, okay? And I got three possible solutions. And the first one is something called, some of you may be familiar with, but it's called the California Tiebreaker. Um, you know, I'm not sure where the name come. I've heard it on several radio stations, people suggesting it. I did my own little look into it. Um, so just for everyone that doesn't know what the California tiebreaker is, so at the end of regulations, uh, in a major league game, so we'll say nine innings, right? If the game is tied, each team will begin their first half of the extra innings with a runner on second base. Customarily, the last out from the previous inning is the runner placed on second. Um, of course, there are many ways to manipulate the system, but... Uh, it, it just depends on what they would come up with, right? So you, essentially, you got a runner on second to start the game off, right? And there's also uh, additions that you can do to that, right? So you can uh, you can have a 15 second pitch clock with no runners on, and then a 20 second pitch clock when runners are aboard. I think I think the pitch clock should also be added on to after the seventh inning, my seventh inning idea too. Start doing the pitch clock. Um, they also say they're limited to six mound visits. 
Um, this is something that actually minor league baseball has looked into. I, I looked up an article written on uh, by Dan Friedman from two years ago talking about how some minor league baseballs are actually experimenting with this. And I, I think minor league, the games don't get as long quite as in minor league because majors, you got all the commercials and everything that goes with that. But I think it's an interesting idea to, to think about. The, the, the pitch clock and the runner on second is a, I think it's a decent idea. Um, but let's, let's keep going. I got other, other ideas. I got one that I've heard tossed around. But what about sudden death baseball? Hockey does a shootout. Soccer does a shootout. Shootouts are exciting. Guess what? The Home Run Derby gets pretty decent ratings as a standalone event. They, they got, I think it was five a thought on the rating, and their games are averaging eight to ten. So people enjoy Home Run Derbies. I enjoy Home Run Derbies. Can you imagine you're tied at ninth inning? You go out there, you get to pick your pitcher, uh, and then you get to have, I don't know, three or five batters go off and and get so many pitches, right? And the team with the most home runs wins. I think that is entertainment value. I think that is exciting. That's something I'm excited about right now. I am like, oh my goodness, if we tie at the end of this game, we get to watch a home run derby? How cool is that? All right, I, I mean, it's just me, I'm getting excited. You know, I, I'd love to hear back. back. Uh, please leave a comment down below if, if uh, you agree with me or if you're like, Jonathan, you are off your rocker. You must have had some caffeine this morning. You are, you're out in la-la land. Yeah, and everything in between. I'd love to hear, hear suggestions. Um, but lastly, what about a combination of both? You go right into a California tiebreaker rule for one inning, right? So we get a 10th extra inning. And then at the conclusion of the 10th, you go right into the home run derby. Or, I don't know, I think, you know, some options. But I think they need to consider some changes. Again, ratings are down. Attendance is down. Player salaries are down. It, it just, something long-term needs to happen, I think, for the sport. Um, and, and I want to see baseball do keep doing great things. I love the sport. I just, man, someday if I have kids, I hope I get the quicker game. I'm, I'm just going to say that, you know. And, and part of this is, listen, I've had, I've gone to games with, with uh, friends, and they, they brought their little young ones with you, and they love it for, for a long time. I've had little cousins go with me, um, and, and they're, they're good for a while, and then it starts getting long, and they're like, what is going on? They're tugging your pants. And it's not, I'm not, not getting mad at little kids. I'm just saying it's it's hard to understand, you know, until you get a little bit older and then they really start loving the game, um, then it's different. But I, I think baseball definitely needs to consider that. And so the COVID-19 in the 2020 season is that perfect opportunity for baseball to experiment. And they never experiment. <laughs> I'm surprised they... I think their hands were forced and they had to cut down the season. That's the only reason why. They didn't want to. And, and anybody that followed along knew that the players and the, and the owners were having this massive dispute during this 2020 season about how, how to finish the, the game. Um, 
so I, I'm just gonna go out on a limb. I, I, of course, I'm not a, um, I'm a, I guess what would it be, an accountant or a marketing projection expert. But in my personal opinion, I think that the revenue is gonna get to a point where it's gonna start leveling off, leveling off, because the ticket sales, the attendance, and the ratings are gonna catch up to them. So, uh, baseball should definitely, definitely take take a time to reform. And those are my thoughts on it. I I hope everyone here, uh, all the listeners enjoyed this take i like to be a little controversial at times i like to tackle some some uh, issues that doesn't get looked at as much and i just want to thank everyone for for listening uh, we all appreciate you and i had a blast for kcsu sports i'm jonathan gillum and i'll catch you next time